You're listening to the Hello Awesome Podcast, and this is episode number 12. Today, I want to share with you some thoughts I have concerning modern feminism and why we as Christian women should be careful before joining the movement. I also dive into the false idea that God suppresses women and glorifies men. While feminism is usually geared to empowering and propelling women forward, I personally feel the narrative we are receiving lately through social media and the news not only misses the mark, but it also encourages attacks against men. I also wanted to go into some scripture that debunks the ideology that Christian women are doormats and that God gives men the power to hold them down. While there is an anointed umbrella of authority and specific roles the Lord has for both men and women, I want to tell everyone listening that God is no respecter of persons and Jesus has and will always be an advocate for women. I may ruffle some feathers with this one, but I've actually had these conversations recently with many different people from all walks of life, and a lot of them do share the same views. So I thought, let's do a podcast episode and have a real chat together, and hopefully the Lord will reveal to us what it truly means to be a feminist. Here we go. I hope you enjoy episode number 12, Jesus, an Advocate for Women. You're listening to the Hello Awesome Podcast. I'm JC, and this is the place where we get real, sharing truthful insights that will encourage us to make intentional choices in both life and business. I want to start conversations that not many young Christians today are having. Will you join me? This podcast episode is brought to you by Pretty in Pink. Pretty in Pink is a beautifully modest fashion boutique with trendy clothing designs waiting to be snagged for your new spring wardrobe. Hello Awesome listeners can use coupon code AWESOME15 to get 15% off any order on their website, soprettyinpink.com. Also, be sure to give them a follow on their Facebook page at facebook.com backslash soprettyinpink. Please visit the show notes for clickable links and make sure you take advantage of this awesome offer with Pretty in Pink. Hey guys, here we are on the 12th episode of the podcast, the second one in April, and honestly, it's blowing my mind. Last week, I shared an amazing interview with Chelsea Higgison from Skin Balm Apothecary, and we chatted about what it looked like for her when God started calling her into a unique ministry and business. Please go have a listen after today's episode if you haven't already. Lately, I've been lining up interviews and speaking to some awesome women of faith and how God met their needs while also blessing others. Today's episode was recorded in between these moments because the Lord started putting a burden on my heart to share my views on modern feminism and what his word says about Jesus being an advocate for women. One morning recently during my Bible study, the Lord started giving me the words to write down for this particular episode. I've wanted to do an episode like this for a while now, but... I didn't know how to approach such a controversial subject. I didn't want to create a girl power message that will lead us astray from the Lord's power, puffed up in our own pride as females. However, there are a lot of principles I feel it is important to speak about as women of faith, and one of these is knowing that the Lord advocates for us. As a Puerto Rican girl, I grew up surrounded by beautifully bold women. They were strong and resilient. I admired that a lot. What I want to do is share what the Lord has placed in my heart, and hopefully within this message, we can grow in the right knowledge concerning how the Lord truly feels about us women. 
When this message was brought to my mind, the word advocate popped up. The definition of advocate is to publicly support or recommend. So, if Jesus is our advocate, that means that he will advance us forward, not hold us back, and he is not afraid to do this in front of others. You see, there is this victim mindset in the modern feminism movement that contradicts the biblical teachings in his word, and I want to caution us to not fall into it. While, yes, there are many women who are victimized primarily because they are female, we are not called to lean into that. We are called to rise above it. Because if we, as Christian women, seek to find solutions outside of God in order to lift the burdens off of one another's shoulders, we are missing the biggest and most greatest advocate we could ever have, and that is Jesus himself. One of the earliest times we see that God has a purpose and a place for women is during the creation of Eve. He could have had a different plan, but God chose to create a woman to not only be a companion to man, but also a unique person, separated for the Lord's glory and likeness. She had her own mind, her own thoughts, her own heart, her own words. She was not made to mirror Adam. She was made to complement him. And so we see the first example of God placing woman as an important piece in his plan to propel her forward, not hold her down, as some people falsely believe. Lately, I've seen too many women trying to prove they are better than men or trying to do what men can do, when in fact it should be totally okay if we can't. Whether it's physically or mentally, we are significantly different, and that is a good thing. We are made to complement one another, not compete. And for the record, putting down men or making them seem less than won't help us propel women upward or forward. Instead, we are hindering the natural growth of humanity when we suppress men in order to lift up women. It will never be okay in God's eyes to belittle the organic makeup of a man so that women can feel like the superior gender. And yes, there are only two genders. It's biblical and scientific. One of the biggest lies I believed before coming to the knowledge of God was that he kept women oppressed. He kept them silent. He refused to let them be free and that he encouraged men to do the same. Listen to me. That is a lie straight from the devil's mouth, not God's. In the book of Numbers, chapter 27, verse 1, the daughters of Zephelahad stood up before everyone in the congregation, including Moses and Eleazar. They proclaimed that their father died in the wilderness and had no sons, and questioned why his legacy should end just because he didn't have a son. They asked if they could receive a possession among their father's family, an inheritance. Moses brought their cause before the Lord in prayer, and the Lord without hesitation says this, the daughters of Zephalahad speak right. And he gave Moses permission to not only allow the daughters to have an inheritance, but that if any man dies and doesn't have a son, then his inheritance can pass to the daughter. The old law didn't allow the women to have any possessions once their father died. But now, if there were no sons, they could. I know what you're probably going to say, that this only benefits women who don't have brothers and that men still are primary inheritors. 
but we must remember the context of the story, customs of the period, and that God did create man first to be leaders and protectors. Honestly, I don't have podcast storage big enough to go into that right now, but through this one story, we can see plainly that the Lord isn't a bigot. He was compassionate and sided with the daughters. He became their advocate, and he can do it for us. Let us not forget that out of all the ways for the Lord to become a man, he chose a woman to bring him into this world. A faithful, humble woman named Mary, who, after hearing the angel in Luke one thirty-eight, said, Behold the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. Be it unto me. Complete surrender, even though in those days, the culture surrounding an unwed pregnant woman was more than frowned upon. And she was engaged to Joseph, who wasn't even the father. Sounds like a reality television episode. But in that moment, Mary was having a supernatural experience that no one could take away. It was her story. And I'm sure deep down she knew Jesus would advocate for her. So not that long ago, there was a meme floating around that actually made me angry. I was angry at a meme. What is this world coming to? But seriously, it made me so upset because it was completely false. And I know better than to treat memes as bulletproof when it comes to truth, but it was clear someone had an agenda and wanted to use it to make a statement. If the person who made it actually researched the Bible, they would see that their idea was completely wrong. The meme insinuated that God impregnated Mary without consent. And my mind blanked as I saw comment after comment of people agreeing with this, with a false meme. Clearly, none of them have read the Bible to even see if this was true. But what was worse is that this is the normal mindset of the world now. That God is this tyrant because he is not female. And so he must use his power to overpower them to get what he wants and do what he wants. In fact, this is how I feel modern feminism seems to see all men now with little to no proof. As a mom of two boys, I rebuke that spirit in Jesus' name. I will not raise my sons with the mindset of this culture that belittles men and worships women. Instead, I want to teach them to be accountable for their actions, treat all people with respect, always be a man of integrity over popularity, and above all, be a reflection of Jesus to a world that is clearly hurting and in need of solid truth. In order to reverse the curse that Adam and Eve brought to humanity, God chose to become a man in order to sacrifice his life for ours in order to give us freedom and eternal life in heaven, in order to give us hope and a way out instead of bound to a life of sin. And he chose to do this through a woman. What we have to understand is that we are all made for a purpose and that we all can be used of God. It's not only reserved for men, but for humans. It is so disheartening to hear when Different churches are divided because of their views regarding women in ministry or women in general. I've been fortunate to have a husband who has been taught by his father and our pastor that God calls women too. And we must trust that if God made us, he has a bigger purpose for us. 
The details within that calling is between the Lord and the individual. It's our job to not hinder, but to encourage and to seek the Lord, just like Moses when questions come. Also, side note, don't seek after memes. Be it unto me. How beautiful is that? Would we have been able to do that, knowing the shame that would surround us? But here's the best part. God not only chose Mary because she was a woman. He could have chose any woman, for that matter, to bring him into the world. So why her? Character, integrity, maturity, and so many other reasons. We see this in her life as we continue reading the stories. Often Mary pondered and tried to understand situations that were different or new. She was called not just because she was female, but that she was capable of being the mother Jesus would need to be the man the world needed. One time, I was walking through the local mall with my boys, coming from the play area and heading to Target. Obviously, there was this very nice woman running a home improvement kiosk, and she asked me if I wanted a quote. We had just finished moving into our fixer-upper, our first real house, and had immediately started renovations. So, I politely declined and informed her we do our own work. But we are owned by two women, she chimed happily as I nodded a few feet away and walked into the store. This bothered me for a while, and I didn't know why. I found myself pondering like Mary over it, until finally the Lord opened up my understanding to what I was feeling. I have no problem with women-only businesses, clearly. I have no issue with women being in places of leadership or power. In fact, we do need more. But we need the right women with the right motives and the right intentions. I shouldn't just support a woman because, well, she's a woman. I should support her because I agree with what she is doing or I believe in what she stands for. What this woman was saying to me was, you should support this because women own it. And to that, I say no. No, I shouldn't. Just like I shouldn't vote for someone into office just because they're a woman or rally behind a public figure and their accomplishments because she's a woman, I am more than that, and so is she. We have to stop pushing this need for women to just support others just because they are women too. Yes, of course we should uplift one another and help each other grow. That's more than okay. What's not okay is to try and manipulate compassion by using gender as a leverage point. When we women use being a woman as leverage, we aren't being encouraging at all. We are in fact watering down what we really have to offer. Being a woman is an amazing thing, and I am super proud of that. But I am more than just my gender. I am a child of the one true God, and so are you. At the cross, at the grave, when Jesus sent the Holy Ghost to fill everyone after he ascended, and when we were told the promise was unto all our children, Acts 2, our sons and our daughters, it's because of Jesus that we as women can have an inheritance now, no matter who our father is, who our mother is, who our families are, or if we have a brother or not. We have the same opportunity to be saved and go to heaven. Because Jesus loves us too, just as much. He is no respecter of persons. And while he might have different roles for us and different callings, 
We are not condemned through Jesus. We are not cast down or destroyed. We are not belittled or insignificant. Jesus is our advocate because he advocates for creation. We are a piece of the bigger puzzle and we have an advocate who will lift us up forever. I believe feminism as defined by God is celebrating our natural makeup as women, the specific gifts we've been given, the special callings on our lives to enhance his kingdom alongside men so that God may be glorified through our work, our life, our voice, and our legacy. God met the needs of Rahab, Hannah, Hagar, Esther, Ruth, Naomi, Mary, Martha, the woman at the well, the woman with the issue of blood, the woman who was going to be stoned to death, but everyone stepped back when Jesus stepped in. Jesus advocated for these women and so many other women in history, and he does the same now, today. I want to challenge us as female believers to take our concerns or questions about modern feminism to the Lord. I want us to be empowered by his word, not a social media post, to be equipped by his love, not by victimization. That when we see marches and rallies, pump fists and painted signs, that we seek what God wants us to do first because we are created for a bigger purpose than this life. We can stand up for what we believe is right and we can have a voice, but I want to encourage you that we already have one in Jesus. He is like a megaphone of grace and I hope our ears are open to hear. We don't need to put down men in order to be elevated. We don't always need to push back, shout out, or stand up. Jesus is our advocate, now and forever. So what we need to do is to be still, to seek him first, and to let him tell us what to do and how. Be it unto me, Lord. Be it unto me. No matter what this world tries to tell me is right, no matter how my emotions feel, no matter what the headlines say, let us never forget how much God truly honors and empowers women in his word and in our hearts today. I would love to know your thoughts on this episode. So let's continue the conversation in my email, helloawesomeshop at gmail.com. Let me know what you think. Before I go, I want to just speak briefly about Hello Awesome ads. Did you hear at the beginning of the episode, the ad for our sponsor, Pretty in Pink? I love connecting with Christian women bloggers, shop, and business owners. So I've opened up custom ad spots where your brand can be heard on the Hello Awesome podcast. This is a great way to market your blog, shop, or business at an affordable rate. So contact me today at helloawesomeshop at gmail.com to find out how you can get your brand featured on the Hello Awesome podcast. I know today's episode was a different perspective, but I hope you will walk away with a powerful truth about how Jesus advocates for women. Thank you so much for your time, my friend. As always, I'm JC Pulford, and I'll chat with you next week on the Hello Awesome Podcast. If you found this episode inspiring or helpful, would you take a screenshot of it and share it on your Instagram stories, tagging me at Hello Awesome Ministries? It will encourage me that you were blessed. Also, don't forget to leave a review and subscribe so you can tune into future episodes. For more information about all things Hello Awesome, head to helloawesomeshop.com. Until next time, keep your chin up, beautiful.